Hi, this is Mark from the Daily Ride Podcast. Uh, everyone who subscribes gets to go to heaven. Everyone who doesn't, straight to hell. Wow, really laying it on thick there. Uh, okay. I'm going to have things bullshit anyway. Right, no, I know, I know. I've been... All right, just trying they, to get them They to might not know that. Okay, all right. Wow. Yeesh. <laughs> Subscribe and tell a friend. Hi, this is Mark and Francois doing the Daily Ride podcast for Wednesday, November 14th, 2018. And even though due to international copyright laws in Japan, we're called the Ride of Days, we're still putting the commute in commuter entertainment. Nobody cares about how loud mom is. <laughs> all right, <laughs> go. Uh, all right, we're uh, we're a go. Okay, you should grab your coffee so it doesn't come gonna, flying yeah. into your lap when we take off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, how are you this morning? Uh, well, it's beginning to look a lot <laughs> like Christmas. Like Christmas. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, it's a, It's kind of nice. Yeah, it's that Very sort of Vermonty. lovely winter wonderlandy. Wonder slush. Wonder slush. Yeah. Uh, all the trees are covered with a light dusting yeah. of uh, snow. All the Vermonters are going to be driving like idiots for, you know, a couple it, of days while is, they sort it out. It is astounding for the first, Shit. I want to say, two weeks. You know, I thought I was going to beat the rush to get snow tires on and now yeah I'm me on, too i'll not me have too. a chance your mom said call yeah call. she uh, would have beat it taryn taryn was but. telling me over the weekend to call and yeah. i was like yeah 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 i'll call when we get back to vermont <laughs> and uh and then i woke up this morning and, there, and yesterday was uh, veterans day right so yeah i didn't think they were open or if they were i didn't care yeah <laughs> so I, I, I didn't call yesterday i was I, your mom wanted me to call yesterday, too. I was very productive yesterday. Really? Yeah. I uh, worked on some photos. I established health care for me and my wife. Oh, really? Uh, what would you end up going with? Just whatever the cheapest fucking just... Through the Vermont bra- I think we actually have to be close to death before they'll pay for anything. Like, we have to be on death's door. Well, it's your age. We that's have about, to be mortally wounded. That's about right. What's yeah. it cost you a month? Uh, it's not going to cost us much. Not as much as I thought it was. Yeah. Which is interesting. Uh, beyond the, uh, like, with the, I think with the tax assistance, it's going to be about 100 bucks a month. So less than your cell phone. Less than my cell phone. I just want to put that out there, that for less than the price of a cell phone, everyone can have health care. You know, but I'd rather have the cell phone. Fine. Fine, but you don't, saying. but, but your if government. I had to make that decision, your government doesn't, that'd be tough for me. Your government doesn't let you choose. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, no, they let me choose. They let me choose. If I choose not to get health care, then they bill then me more at the end of the year. More than, than you I would pay for your health care. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So. That's that's my point. Uh, they, you know, Fuckers. I mean, I mean, you can call it a choice. <laughs> if you got a, you know, if you got, if you're a creative <laughs> writer, if you're a creative writer, you can call that a choice. Yeah. Uh, if you've got a wild imagination. And I do. Yeah. Hence, well, podcaster. Hello. <laughs> uh, hey, man. We talk about reality. Yeah. We talk about reality on reality's terms. That's right. We, we're keeping it real here. 
So real. I don't even. What does that mean? Keeping it real? Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't really mean anything. Like it's you just can't. a general platitude. Like you win some, you lose some. What does that even mean? Right. You know? Right, I guess right. it means you win some and you lose some. Keeping it real just means like you're not. Is that is that a way to emphasize? Keeping it real. You know what keeping it real means? You're not fronting. Yeah. <laughs> is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Uh, yeah. Drop them Nikes, boy. I pop a cap in your ass. Uh, you fronting? <laughs> I'm totally fronting. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, is it just an emphatic? <laughs> we don't get a lot of vernacular <laughs> here in Vermont. <laughs> it is an. Is it an emphatic, emphatic way to say I'm not lying? Uh, it just Where means I'm telling like, the truth. or or like I'm not. Uh, I guess it means like I'm trying to think of what context you would hear somebody say it. You know, it's sort of like, hey, what are you up to? And you go, you know, just keeping it real, just keeping it real. So that's you know? like, and yeah. it's like, you know, just like living my life in the way that you would expect it. <laughs> but that's just that's just one of those things people say, like, how's it going? It's going fine. Like fine. that means nothing. Yeah. Like I can have a fucking nail in my means. foot, I mean, and I'm answering that question the same way. I say, how's yeah. it going? That's fine. fine. I mean, I think you. It'll be very... better as soon as I get this nail out of my foot, but I, it's fine. Yeah. I think you would, <laughs> I know, I am that type too, where, you know, like, I could be like, I could have like a splinter in my, yeah. in my finger. Hey, Francois, how's it going? And be like, oh, I'm all right. Anyway, I gotta go. There's a lot of blood. <laughs> but that's but the, fun. but that, is that what, is that the kind of thing keeping it real? I think it, I think so. Like, I think you would very rarely hear like, uh, hey, make sure to keep it real, you know? Like no, I know. Warning. Well, that's not the way you would say it. Anyway. <laughs> no, I mean you might, I guess, if you were like. Talking but people to a do say it like this. They go, "We're keeping it real here." They yeah. do it like that. I've and heard I think it like that. Means that means like they're they're portraying themselves honestly. You know. Right. Like they're not trying to spin their. You mean they're not fronting? <laughs> they are not fronting. Exactly. <laughs> and fronting is vernacular for lying. Fronting, yeah, it's it's kind of it's it's lying. We're spinning the truth. Yes, it is more spinning the truth. It's sort of more like, you know, if you're broke but you buy a fancy car to look expensive, you know, like you like you have now, money, you'd be fronting. Would it be more accurate to say instead of we're keeping it real, we're describing things accurately from our perspective? Uh, I mean, I guess, yeah. If no, but I mean, would that be? Like that. Well, I do want to break it down. That was a fucking dangerous move. That Sears yeah, truck. Did you see that? <laughs> Holy shit! Almost went off the road. Yeah, that was exciting. We're gonna see some shit today. I think probably. Well, words. first snow, right? I mean, that's what we were saying. People lose their fucking minds. They don't. They forgot what it was like <laughs> to drive last year. Yeah. Oh my god. And it takes them a, you know, a couple cars got to spin off the road into the Where do they go? Oh, by the way. Right, that can happen. By the way, coming home from uh, Newport. Newport is fucking dangerous. Every goddamn time. We saw a car just smashed to bits off the sides of the road with cops all are you know with the fire engines and the... On this most recent journey? Yeah. I don't think I've ever come back and not seen a car off the road. Like just recently off the road, I've passed ambulances almost every time I've Jesus come back. Jesus Christ! You take your life in your hands. I know. You picked a fucking dangerous spot to go to vacation home. I'll tell you what. <laughs> well, why is? You know why is that so? Why is, is that? it just because you know it's out in the sticks and think, life is less precious? 
Like, what's the deal? Like, I yeah, fucking wake up here every morning. Who cares? So what if I die? Yeah. I'm driving on the other side of the road no, this morning. I think it has more to do with. I think it has more to do with like it, it's. It can get pretty monotonous, and I bet people are just. It's falling. the hills. Yeah, I it's know. it's like you know it's like watching a, a European it's like going around Monte it's Carlo, like, kinda. <laughs> it's you know it's like watching Paul Newman in a race car, you know like it's well it's there the, are animals out there. The scenery. I have a couple of times seen deer just yeah, like coming across okay. the road, deer and moose, deer and moose, and uh, but that doesn't seem like what a lot of this is. Deer and moose and fox and squirrel. I mean, I have seen the odd deer. Yeah. So, <laughs> moose and squirrel. That's, that's what's causing You're accident. saying it's a Russian plot. I'm saying it's a Russian plot. The Pottsylvanians are on to us. They're framing moose and squirrel. Yeah. Uh, come to the right state to do that. But, uh, no, it's, uh, I think it's just, I think it's monotonous, and I think people fall asleep behind the wheel. And if I were a gambling man, I'd say drinking's probably involved. Yeah. Uh, okay, that yeah. makes sense to me. <clears throat> I'd like to see those roads. Although I was the the one time I was coming back early in the morning, you know, we had stayed there, and I was coming back to work that day. Yeah, uh, a you were guy. Drunk? <laughs> I was still drunk. From I was still drunk. Before. <laughs> no, no, I was fine. And but I was I was coming down the road, and I come around this corner, and a truck, you know, yeah. like a pickup truck, is in my lane. Right. Just. You know, he's an older guy. So fucking weird. It's like they don't expect other drivers to be on the road, maybe? I think that's a part of it. You get sort of comfortable because I remember, I'm like, on the ride, I passed maybe, like, three cars. Right. You know? I think that may be part. So, you know, like, as you're driving around those... those Take more chances. ...windy roads, eh, you let yourself drift into the oncoming lane because, you know, it's... A, it's a sharp turn. It came up on you just a little suddenly. Sure. You're going 60. You're supposed to be going 40. You're a maverick. <laughs> That's right. You play by your own rules. You play by your own You're rules. You're the Ubermensch. No one can tell you when and when well, not to cross the line. No yellow line can fucking bully you. Yeah. So uh, no double yellow line can bully you. Turns out the other car in the other lane can yeah, bully you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Spin you right off the gun. I wouldn't. I wouldn't sure who was going to win that war of chicken. To be quite honest with you. And it kind of took me by surprise, you know. Sure. Like it took me longer than I thought it should have to react. Sure. Because my brain was going. First, you're processing. Is my land? Yeah, first, you're processing the disbelief. Right. right. There is like, an no, element I of that. Gotta be seeing it wrong. There, and that's happened to me before, actually, when a car's just been absolutely smack in my lane, and it took me a while. I had to get closer than I ought to to realize, hey, this fucker's in my lane, right. and he's not getting out. Right. And it's not like you can swerve into the other lane just in case he swerves last minute. No. That's how death happens. You have to take the dish. The you dish. have to take the dish. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. No, that's not good. Yeah. So anyway, a lot of shitty winter driving to look forward to. Yeah. I went to uh, the Winter Clove Inn over the weekend. The who? The Winter Clove Inn. And? In uh, upstate New York. And what's the, what makes it clovish? Upstate New York. I guess it's just like Albany. Does that count as upstate New York? Does Albany count as upstate New York? Albany is just New York. Upstate, I think, is yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess Terrence's parents call it upstate New York because they're in Manhattan, and everything everything outside of Manhattan is upstate New York. York. Yeah, I think that there's some truth to that. Yeah, so it's really in the middle of New York, and uh, it's the Winter Clove Inn, and 
What makes it clovish? Uh, well, it's in a clove. And a clove is a particular type of valley between be mountains. I've never heard that term. Yeah. So I hadn't really, and I think it's, I think specifically it is the area at the base of a mountain. The valley? Yeah. I've heard that term. Well, like a valley sort of runs between two mountains. Oh, right at mountains. the base of yeah. a mountain. Yeah. And so. Interesting. Because that's what it seemed to be. I didn't see like mountains on either side of it. I saw a big mountain. One of these on days, we should buy a dictionary. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I kind of like stewing in my ignorance, <laughs> and I think our listeners like it too. Sure. Uh, so, so those fucking idiots. So, so, but but the reason why it's called winter clove is because it's at a clove. That okay. much I know. All right. What a clove is, still up for still debate. Sure. <laughs> but uh, but it is <clears throat> in a clove. Okay, and. Uh, it was very lovely. It was. Uh, was it like your typical sort of Bircherish, Adirondackish, Poconosish? Uh, uh, yes, it's an all it's an all inclusive resort. Right. So you go and you pay your stay, and then they feed you. Like, were you constantly saying nobody tells baby where to sit? Uh, no. Okay. I was. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's that from? Dirty Dancing. I've never they seen go that to... movie. Oh, really? No. Oh, Although man. Sam has, and he really likes it. <laughs> Sam has, and he really likes it. And last night, I picked him up and held him above my head. <laughs> and, he went, <laughs> and he just started saying, I had the time of my life. <laughs> I was like, that's really fucking funny. <laughs> Your kid's got a good sense of humor. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Like, I was not expecting For the love of Christ, don't show them flash dance. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, anyway, uh, he, uh, the Winter Clove Inn is, it's a sort of an all-inclusive place, so you, you go there and you stay and everything that you do is sort of on the resort, I guess. You know, I mean, there's like sort of other stuff in town, but, uh. Like a cult. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, like, the thing's been owned by a family for a few generations now. Okay. Uh, at least. And uh, and so, like, the, the main family that built the house or something like that is still running the inn. Nice. That's nice. Uh, That's good to hear. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of a neat place. They haven't quite... <clears throat> It's like, because it's a family that's just been running an inn, they're trying to do some nicer things that they haven't quite figured out yet, you know? Like, for the longest time, it was a dry inn, so they didn't oh. have a bar in the place. Oh, yeah, you got to figure that out fast. Yeah. And so, they, well, they sort of had a bar in the place, but it wasn't very, it was like just the grandpa and where he lived. <laughs> and his liquor stash. I think so. Yeah. No, 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 no joke. It was like... <laughs> Dick was describing it to me, and he's like, well, the grandfather used to stay in a room behind where that bar is set up now. If, if you're quiet, if you're quiet, just knock on the door three times. I think it was, I like, I think it was that kind of thing. Yeah, and say the word. They just tack on an extra 20 bucks to your Clove. room or something. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. That was the, and they poured you a drink. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, and so he used to stay in the room behind where the bar was. Okay. Was there and a people in built, the wall? No, but they've they've now built a bar there. Oh, okay. like that's what you know. The two-way mirror. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> Grandpa can watch <laughs> you drink. <laughs> I'm too old to see it's bad for my liver, but I still like to watch other people imbibe. But I enjoy it. Live like vicariously. It, <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, 
So, yeah, they, they've got a bar, and they haven't quite figured out how to run a bar yet, you know. Sure. Uh, so they don't have a bartender. They have one bartender who's also, like, one of the servers, and you got to kind of wait for them to come around and, okay. uh, and, and you know, service you. But, you know, like, she's super pleasant. Everyone's super yeah, duper sure. nice. Uh, and uh, But they're figuring it out. They're figuring some stuff like that out, yeah. Um, but the whole place was kind of cool and rustic and old and with antique furniture all over the place. Fun? Uh, it had a mildewy smell okay, uh, yeah, that sure. you would expect. Right, I know. Uh, so it was not, you know, it was not off-putting. It was just sort you of, know, you know, I wonder like, if there's a way to cure that. Dehumidifiers? Is there some way to combat that? Febreze. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, just insist that the patrons wear heavy perfume. I think Febreze would do it. Uh, like I, I really think Febreze would do it. I mean, really? like it's yeah, it's sort of an alcohol-based like <laughs> scent remover, and I think the so alcohol think would kill the mildew. The bacteria? Yeah, perhaps. I think the you know Febreze would kill the dew. I wonder if drying the place out though could really. Like, you just get yourself a yeah. serious dehumidifier and just pump just the water out. Just dry the motherfucker out. Right. Yeah. Don't go in there. You'll turn into a cracker. <laughs> uh, no! Sucked the moisture from my soul. That's how they lost the last bartender. Uh, so, so yeah. What's that pile of dust, sweetie? <laughs> That's Grandpa. He didn't get the message. He was still in the bar. That's right. We were able to turn his room into a bar. Yeah. <laughs> so the dry out of 92. Mm-hmm. So they're still not sure how to you know, do, run a couple of things efficiently. Okay. Um, but they're nice, and they made it... they're super nice, yeah. and the food was decent. Okay. You know, again, it was sort of like they're... Decent, Ramsey needs to pay them a visit, or decent... Decent, like, again, it's just this side of being good, you know, like the bar. Like, the bar was just this side of being good. If they had stocked, you know, a couple more standard liquors and sure. had a full-time bartender running it, it would have been perfect. But they but didn't. But they probably can't. Like, I mean, maybe it's one of those things where, you know, they can't afford a bartender year-round. Uh, I'm sure they can't, but this is like their, this is like their season. Because... You know, this is like leaf peeper. Are they near a ski the hill? Yeah, they're, started, they're near a ski hill. They're near, cross, like, they have cross-country skiing <laughs> gear and stuff like that. And, Pardon me. Um, so this oh, okay. is kind of their... Okay. This is their time. And, uh, and then summer, I imagine, is lovely. Beat the heat right. of the city, and uh, yeah, exactly. And so they they do well in the summer as well. So this is kind of so they may may could they could, um, but uh, but yeah. So like the bar, you know, if just a couple of things had been a little bit more refined, it would have been perfect. And with the food, it was like if they had just put a little more finesse on a couple of things. It would have been really nice, right? Uh, you know, like the food was the food was good. Uh, it was edible, uh, and they're mass. You know, they're sort of for mass-produced food because everyone's kind of eating the same. Like, you know, they give you a menu and you get your choice of two meals or something like that. Oh, so it's predictable. Uh, so it's very predictable from a kitchen perspective. From a kitchen perspective, which I think allows them to make it as good as it was. Okay. Um, you know, because they are clearly making it there. They have a cook right. or a chef or something like that. And, uh, but like, for instance, you know, they did something where it came out and the bun was not toasted, you know, the bun just needed like a slap of butter and to go on a flat grill for like two seconds and it would have been perfect. But instead you got this kind of like dry 
pale blonde pale bun. blonde bun. Uh, and, a little under underbaked. Uh, yeah, and and whatever was inside it was fine. You know, it, it oh, was good. Oh, you mean like a burger type yeah. thing, but yeah, the bun exactly. was not toasted. Yeah. Gotcha, I think gotcha. it was like a sloppy joe. They did a sloppy joe, and the sloppy joe was really good. Right. Uh, like it was homemade. Uh, it was like a chili on the inside. Yeah, kind of, and uh, and it tasted really good. And then, But then it came on like an untoasted bun. And I was like, oh, that's a shame. Just with a little bit of butter and a toasting would have been. Would have nailed it, you know. Okay. And then I had like... Um, I can't remember what I had. I had like a, I had a chicken sandwich, and everything about it was great. Again, no toasted bun. Uh, they could have been doing homemade fries. I don't think they were. I think they were frozen fries. Okay. Um, so that would have been a little bit better. But you know, just the little, little edge on the little refinements. And, but you know, like yeah. I had a roast beef that was really, really good. You know, and their mashed potatoes were excellent. You know, and clearly some... like fresh mashed potatoes, like had the skins on and everything. Right. Like, you know, good. They called them smashed potatoes because I guess they didn't peel the, the skins off. Sure. But it was it was tasty, you know. Okay. Like so, it was uh, it was really nice, but it uh, but it just needed that little. It needed somebody to come in and be like, you know, this would be a lot better if you toasted the bun. You know, just to give them like a few like little pointers, like right. go the go the little extra, <clears throat> and uh, and then it would have uh, it would have really been. But I mean, it, the food was great. Or, you know, like the food was. You know, it's hard. I mean, that's the value. I don't want to shit on them because I really right. enjoyed my stay there. You know, but it it was one of those. You know, that shows you the value of a good food critic. Right. Like because c- c- customers can't say that. No, like they you can't. can't. You know, you can't give that no level means... of criticism, that subtle level of criticism. Yeah. You know, but a food critic writing a review can go, you know, it was really nice, but if they, you know, just all they would have needed to done was a little butter and toast the bun, and my sloppy joe would have been... Oh, here's another good one. Like, (laughs) breakfast was excellent. You know, fresh eggs and bacon and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, They, but when they brought it out to you, first of all, I think they would have been better served doing it buffet style than bringing it to each table for breakfast, in my opinion. Just put it out. Just put it out and have people grab what they want. Right. Uh, they were bringing each table a plate, you know, from what you ordered. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and that seemed like that seemed like they were making a lot more work for themselves. For themselves, than they, yeah, right. And they had to. And then there was, uh, and then it was like, so when they brought out the plate, you know, beautiful eggs, properly cooked. Nice. Uh, bacon. They would ask you how you wanted your bacon, and they would cook it for you that way. Gotcha. Uh, which was nice as well. Oh, and here we go. Wow. Bad idea. Uh, <laughs> scooting across the road like that. Uh, but when they brought it out, they'd clearly put the toast, you know, they must have one of those toast mills that yeah, you sort of okay. just drop it into, yeah. and it toasts the thing. I think they do that first. So your toast was cold. So when it came out, my toast was cold. You know, it was crispy. But my butter wouldn't melt on it. It was oh, weird, you know. Yeah, and an yeah, otherwise yeah, perfect yeah, breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Why is the toast so <laughs> shitty?" <laughs> you know, like. Right. <clears throat> There's two ways to solve that. You warm the butter. Yes. Or you serve the toast warm. Right. And I was just like, you know, what? <laughs> part of me wanted to be like, "Hey, put the toast in last next time." <laughs> you know, just like right. <laughs> but as again, yeah. again, it's the same thing. It's, those are things that customers can't say. Right, you know, right. Because, Although, you know, it's funny. Dick is the type of guy who says that kind of stuff and did, you know. Right. Uh, and I think, but it, but know, it doesn't like, matter. Because, I know it doesn't matter coming from one dude. Well, and that's the point. That's you know? the whole idea, you know, yeah. because, uh, you know, it's like on those Ramsey shows, you know, 
you know, he's. I know that that owners often defend themselves by saying, you know, people love our toast. Yeah. You know, uh, we use uh, sourdough bread we bake in house, and they just don't get that. You know, like yes, there will be some people who say, you this know, is fine. I, I love your toast. Right. Uh, they get told cold toast at home. Sure. <laughs> Right, you know? yeah. And this is better cold toast than they're used to. Right. So they say, oh, I love the toast. Right. You know. But and, but for the people who... And people who are like, this fucking toast is cold. They don't say anything. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They you know, they're just like, ah, you know, it was a lovely thing, but the toast was a little cold. I'm not going to say anything about that. And then, you know, having worked in food service myself and you as well mm -hmm. and in retail for all these years yeah. you've always got somebody telling you how to run your fucking business yes that is true <clears throat> and they don't have all the information yeah uh, now when Ramsey comes into your restaurant he has most of the information yes but most people are not running retail stores sure you or know restaurants or, or restaurants yeah. And they come in and they go, mm, I found the uh, I found the steak a little, uh, I don't know, what, whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever, or, you know, fuck you, I made it for uh, 200 people. <laughs> yeah, or, 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 you know, even still, like it, you know, it wasn't, it was a little pink in the center. Mm -hmm. Well, most people like their yeah, steak with a, a little, little pink, pink in the center, center so, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, you know, and sort of, and Dick sort of knows his way around that, right? Like, he knows they're cooking a roast for a bunch of people. Right. And so he went, can I get an end cut? So it'll be more so well done. So it'll be more well done. Right. And, you know, like, so, and... Uh, That's the wrong cut, Dick. <laughs> so that'll be more well done. Yeah. No, he likes his roast beef well done. Really? Yeah. So, really I mean, so that's how he asked for it. Yeah. Uh, no, fair enough. Yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, anyway. So, anyway, the place was great. Uh, and super fun. They have a, uh, an indoor pool. I know you can nitpick like anything, right? Yes, yeah. you can. And uh, and so, but they had an indoor pool, which was super fun. Me and Sam <laughs> swam in it for like two hours. You said he had a great time. Uh, and it was like in this greenhouse room, you know, that's sort of like naturally heated, and the pool was nice and warm. Ooh, lovely. Yeah, and uh, then it was, uh, and it was kind of cool because there's a lot of glass, so you can see like the leaves like blowing around I, you. I like that. And uh, very pretty. And there was this vintage bowling alley uh, that they had. You know, it like sets the pin itself. Did you bowl? And we did. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, real quick before we have to go. I didn't change into my bowling shoes on the first bowl. Yeah. And slid halfway I didn't there. realize there were bowling shoes. You know, like the thing right. is so like old and sort of yeah. like I wasn't sure where to get them or anything like that. So I just kind of wore my chucks on there. And... Uh, the bowling shoes have a little bit of slide to them. Yeah. So I went and grabbed a ball and went to bowl the first time, and I was throwing it with the spin Derek taught me how to put on it, thinking sure. I'd look real slick. Yeah. And I stuck out my foot to slide, expecting to slide a little bit. My chuck rubber caught the oh. the wood, and just I went <laughs> down and slid into the lane was on anyone, my on my chest. Was anyone Everyone was watching. Everyone was watching. No, it, nobody filmed it. Fortunately, it did not get filmed. But it just like immediately, first bowl, just like flunk. Yeah. Right on. Right on. <laughs>